0: Welcome, everybody. The Lunacy Podcast. My name is Tony. I'm here with Dave, David, and Connor. Dave Stevens, David Sterling, Connor Ennis. I am Tony Perbonanzi. David is back. He decided to come back after missing last week um, because he didn't like us last week. <laughs> if that was the case.
1: Uh, no, actually, it, it was a date night. I figured oh. I couldn't uh, couldn't skip date night for a podcast. So yeah, it's probably. I think that'd be healthy. Correct, correct, correct. Um, I, I feel
2: that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like Connor skip for the baby stuff. I mean, you could obviously skip for date night. I mean, you know? yeah. And Dave, you're not allowed to though. That's not you're not married.
3: You don't have kids.
0: You can't right, skip. Right, anything. Unless you're in work. Unless you're working. I have skip pod. Yeah. Unless I was gonna say that China. I have
3: yeah. skip podcasts due to work and travel mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So we all have a reason. Yeah, it's uh, it's all good. Uh, Dave, you're going back to Wisconsin tomorrow, right? I am, yes. Um, I know probably David, and Connor are, are fans of Wisconsin, so I get to go back to to a wonderful Wisconsin, I'll say, mm-hmm. yeah, in the yeah. uh, Reedsburg. Uh, I'm actually staying in the Dells area mm-hmm. this, uh, this week.
4: Nice. Right? So, nice.
3: Because of plants, only another – where I'm working is another just about, like, 15, 20 minutes from there. So
1: Ironically, but, yeah, in yeah, an area to. of the state, I have never actually frequented. That's what? When you say
3: – I mean – Frequent or... Like, been I've been to- there
1: a half a dozen times and no, not to be at the Dells. Really? What? Yeah.
3: I've never been to the Dells ever. Holy shit. You're missing out, man. That's that's incredible. Wow. Great place. That's the water park capital of the world yeah. Yeah. for mm-hmm. those who don't yeah, know. It is. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I've only been there once myself, actually. I've driven through... I've driven past the Dells many times on the way down to Beloit, but uh, never actually... Only been there once. That's a fun mm-hmm. place.
0: Been there, uh, been there twice as an adult. I was there a couple times as a kid, before I even knew that what it was. So I think pre, when I pre five years old, uh, my parents took us there a lot because we were my family down in that area. So, uh, but yeah, it's uh, God, it's a great place. I want to get back there like next summer. It's so much fun. Um, guys, we have a lot of beer talk to talk about. Uh, as I brought up before we started the podcast, we have. Three new breweries opening up here in Minnesota in the next month. And I just want to name them all because they're all totally different types of breweries. Uh, the first one, which is awesome that it's opening up because it will be in Princeton, Minnesota, which is about 20 miles north of me. So I'm excited because I get another brewery opened up around here. And then it's Sunken Ship Brewing Company in Princeton. Uh, they're opening up on July 30th for my birthday. because uh, Well, pre-birthday. Uh, my birthday is on July 31st. Uh, but they are uh kind of a they have a ship theme, sunken ship type of thing. Uh I don't think they have their beers out there yet, but uh looks interesting. The place I've seen pictures of it looks kind of cool. Uh so we'll see how that is. I'm sure I'll get up there at some point. Um the next one, guys, is a loons-based one called Loons Landing mm. Brewery, down in, I think it's in Savage. Uh, they're opening up on July 23rd, which is next weekend. Um, so they are, they are, uh, put a bunch of stuff out there right now. And, uh, I don't think they even have any beers out there. Let's see if they've got some beers. They might, uh, they do have a list of their beers. They'll be on tap once they open. They have a English Porter, a blonde ale, a British brown ale, an American IPA, a fruit beer and a cream ale. Uh, they also have... Have some uh, seasonals. They have a California Common, a Vienna Lager, Irish Red Ale, a Czech Premium Pale Lager, a Russian Imperial Stout, and potentially an English Barley Wine, which they're calling the Kung Fu Kicker, which Mm. is – no, uh, this is not. It's a uh, 750-milliliter bottle available once per year. It is – it says 4%. But it says 19.3 above it. So I'm wondering if it isn't like a because the English barley wine, I've got a feeling it's 19.3 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Kicking ass. So um, yeah, it looks like they got a pretty good uh, tap list. Um, The British brown ale is called Damn Squirrel. (laughs) Yeah. Good one. And then finally, guys, this is probably interest uh, Dave down in Chanhassen, uh, this upscale brewery. Uh, Called Hackamore, we'll have a golf simulator in it.
2: Oh, I heard about that. actually Yeah, uh, it's it's supposed to be just down the road from where I work at Emerson. Actually, yeah. uh, So I'm definitely gonna have to check that place out. That's gonna be fun. Yeah,
3: Yeah. I've never, you know, I've never really. I mean, I've taken a couple swings like at Golf Galaxy and stuff like, but I've never really done a uh, or tried a true uh, golf simulator. So that's that'd be a great excuse to get down and try one then. Well, the thing is, David. I mean. You know, I have a we have a golf
0: simulator here in Notsigo at the uh, at my favorite place Boondocks. They have, mm. a, golf simulator, they have a room, a uh, big thing out oh. in the back where there's golf simulator, and I've always wanted yes. to like have you up and just do the golf simulator for like a half a day. Uh But yeah, uh, for sure, yeah. So this place, I don't know if they have any
3: beers yet. No, they don't. It just says coming soon. So I don't even know if they have an well, opening time. So you just mentioned three breweries that are opening soon in the area, and I, I mean, I think that. really promising i mean because i was worried especially during covid that uh, maybe this bubble was going to burst as far as breweries there's so many you know and i thought there could be a problem with it that no obviously certain some breweries have closed even around us yep um but uh, we don't need to mention them all but yeah certainly some have closed but it's promising i think and certainly hopeful that 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 there are you know new breweries are continuing to open despite you know the big downturn that we had recently obviously so
0: yeah it's uh it's good. And I, I know, like I said, we have some uh, Tin Whiskers, uh, Blue Wolf, both closed. I don't know. There's probably some other ones we haven't mentioned, but uh, well, I know Disgruntled was going to close and then they got new owners. So that was good. Um, but yeah, it's it's exciting. I'm very excited uh, for the one in Princeton, uh, of course, because it's close to my house. The Hackamore one looks very interesting. And of course, we have another Loon's one that we have to get to at some point. It's too bad the Loon's ones are so far away, though. We got one up in
3: Forest Lake and one down in Savage. Yeah. So, um, that kind of sucks, but yeah, yeah big things is happen. It Forest Lake, as long as we're talking about loons, is that Uncommon Loon up in Forest Lake? Yeah, or... that's
2: uh, Uncommon Loons in Chicago City.
3: Yeah, oh, just... Chicago City. That's right. Yeah, I got confused because yeah. I had stopped in there a, a couple months ago to Uncommon Loon. What's oh, up in Forest Lake?
0: Well, I'll call it Forest Lake. Chicago, Chicago City and Forest Lake are Oh, kind of close, so. oh okay. That's gotcha. what I'm thinking about. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, no breweries in Otsego or Rogers yet. I mean, come on. I'm hoping maybe Dayton will get a brewery because
3: they're expanding like a freaking crazy town. They are, so yeah, come on, um, Tony. So yeah, Plymouth yeah. Plymouth has a brewery <clears throat> now, exactly yeah. one. Yeah, um, and, and Robbinsdale has one, and yeah, uh,
2: Robbinsdale has My- two now. Yeah, they have
3: two. That's right. Yeah,
2: yeah, and there, Fort- I think there, there's there's uh, going to be a third one opening pretty soon too.
3: And obviously Fort Fort Myers has a brewery, so Tony, yeah, yeah. Stiegel, yeah. let's go. Let's yeah, go. I would Like to get
0: one built up here. Maybe I'll get some money and build one. I don't know when the lottery, um, so since we're talking about beers, guys, let's talk about what we're drinking tonight. Cause we're all drinking local craft beers, uh, Florida and Minnesota. Uh, I'll start first. Cause I've got one. I think we've had this beer on the podcast before we might even had this beer on the podcast. I'm not even sure. Uh, this is their, uh, mango Kolsch from, uh, Waconia brewing company down there. And of course, Waconia, Minnesota, it is a, uh, well, it's a mango Kolsch. I mean, there's nothing more to say about it. It's a uh, Kolsch with mango in it. Uh, it tastes delicious. It's good. uh good summer beer. If you're looking for something like that, of course, it's hot outside. This would be a good beer. It's super hot. And also I, I also picked up a 12 pack, of course, of the uh, Fulton chill city chugger, you know, cause uh, oh, God, when, go. when I see that in the in the liquor store, I got to pick it up, you know, cause that's just a good beer to have around for whenever. So, um, uh, Yeah, so uh, Mango Kolsch from uh, Waconia, 5%, uh, so it isn't too bad. And, uh, yeah, good beer. Uh, David, what are you drinking from the land of Florida today?
1: Uh, I've got a new brewery. Um, I did not visit it, but I picked it up at the local store. It is Isla Morada Brewing Company. Um, They are technically the breweries in Fort Pierce, which is north of West Palm Beach um on the atlantic side however their actual operations overall are in the keys on islamorada so um that's the that's the brewery the one i got is called their local color it is a key lime and hibiscus ale oh. um it is kind of pinkish colored a little mm-hmm. bit. I'm guessing that's the hibiscus that is definitely not filtered. Um, I don't think you guys can see it, but there's definitely floaties in yeah. there. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it looks and it's dense. Uh, yeah, it's it's good. It's 5.3 percent of 19 IBU, so there's absolutely no hop uh, profile to really at all. Yeah. Um, it's a, I mean, it, Tony, like you are talking it's a hot weather chugger that just tastes really good there's a little yeah. bit of tartness obviously from the lime um and that hibiscus has kind of a floral flavor to it which maybe is why they don't have a lot of hops in it because you don't really need a whole lot of florally hot flavor when you've got a got a hibiscus in it so um i, I think it's pretty good I, it's it's not like you know i'm not going to rate it like an eight or nine but this is a it's a solid beer it's tasty
0: awesome well uh, Connor, what are you drinking tonight?
2: Uh, I went with a Minnesota staple for a brewery. Uh, cause I have a Surly beer tonight. <coughs>
0: now hold um, the phone. Hold the a, phone here. Hold up. Hold on here. We haven't one had one. Surly on the podcast for a long time. And I yeah. think there's a reason for it. Probably because it's very common. A.
2: Yeah.
0: And B surly's had some issues in the past couple of years
2: yeah that's true. That
0: some of our listeners probably know about so uh yeah yeah it's interesting you have a surly on
2: right now yeah yeah i mean i i unfortunately didn't have time to run out and get any uh uh get any kind of new breweries because i always look for those when whenever i'm out uh but uh this is a new beer at least uh, it's called idol worship and it's a double dry hopped pale ale 5.6 uh, alcohol it's good um it's it's a run-of-the-mill double dry hopped ale though it's uh it, it's nothing really special but it's certainly drinkable yeah. and uh very very dry Oops. um so it was it's cool you know it's it's a it's a nice beer i mean it's yeah i i pulled it out of my fridge because i needed a beer <laughs> <laughs> hey
0: that works you know absolutely yeah any port in a storm we're talking about beer uh all right uh dave what are you drinking today
3: so i am excited because i I feel like it's been a while since i've been able to feature a new brewery for myself at least and a new beer as well of course then i was down south of the river at my sister's house earlier uh today uh basically to celebrate my birthday which happened early last early last week and uh so anyways, south of the river, like I said, so, and I, I get down there every once in a while, but for some reason, I had not had a chance to stop into Bald Man Brewing before oh, yeah. today. So, oh, yeah. so on the way home, it was literally on the way home from uh, Lake Apple Valley, Lake Valeria to, uh, through Egan, on the way up north to Plymouth, I stopped into Bald Man and had a beer there. And then I, of course, picked up a Crowler before I left. And, and so what I'm featuring on the podcast tonight is Basically, what's it's called? Their cherry bomb. It's a cherry wheat um, ale or beer, and it's. I saw it on the menu, and I was like, "Ooh!" I was instantly kind of drawn to it because our friends at Alloy make something similar. Mm-hmm. uh I think it's their cherry lime wit. They call it mm-hmm. so one of my favorites. That's wheat. a very good one. Yeah, there. me. Yeah, me too. It's it's. Uh, I think I, it's one of the first beers I had at Alloy ever. You know, when we first started going there. But uh so yeah, this jumped out at me, and this beer is is just i am lucky for me um basically i think what day is it to the as we record this is the 17th uh this was i think they brewed this beer over the years down at Baldman, but they just kind of brought it out again and so it was first available um on saturday y- yesterday as we record so i was lucky to grab this gra- grab a crowler of it and it's really incredible it's only 4.8 uh, percent alcohol so it's very relatively light it's a david kind of like you mentioned it, with your beer it's extremely refreshing it's a great summertime slammer it just has that feel and it's really unique i had it, i love it i mean it, it's um it's not overly sweet like when you see cherry in the name cherry bomb i thought okay may, this might be a little sweet for for a wheat ale but i think the fact that it is a wheat uh, wheat ale kind of evens that out and it has distinct like black cherry tones and it's not overly sweet but you can taste that black cherry flavor um just super 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 chill super good light beer yeah so big fan of it i should have bought two crawlers actually oh, this is gonna go down easy i can yeah, tell nice so yeah it was awesome it was awesome to get down to uh bald Man for the first time i can't believe nice. it i think they've been open for 12 years not all that far from my parents house and yeah yeah, yeah just I'll give a shout out the one beer that i had while i was there was the Tupelo honey brown ale which was a nice, nice sipper, a little stronger at six and a half percent, but it's a uh, like it says honey brown air, honey brown ale. So that was a that was a kind of a good sipper. So,
2: nice. yeah,
3: I'm and by the way, if you if you guys been there, I have yep, yeah.
2: I've I been there a few times. I went there for a uh, for an after wedding party when I was when I was a groomsman actually, and uh, we just started our uh, debauchery over there. Uh, for the night and and yeah but it's a yeah they have real good beers and it's a really cool tap room too a nice it is a nice indoor area
3: that's that's what i was gonna get out and we we had uh, ashley's dog with us merlin so we ended up staying out in the brewery it's dog friendly just on the the patio due to egan restrictions but yeah the 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 tap room looks great it really looks great i love how they have their 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 tanks kind of right out in the open for everybody to see um for those of you guys that like gambling they have pull tabs there we just happened mm-hmm. to walk into a bingo day so Ooh. we ended up staying and sipping on that one uh the one beer for quite a while because we played a few rounds of bingo so yeah it was it was we were kind of surprised the place was just packed on a sunday afternoon at two o'clock so yeah went really great atmosphere down there nope nope did not have any success pull tabs or bingo no luck mm-hmm. so better luck next time
0: awesome Well, great. Uh we got more stuff beer stuff to talk about uh before we get to this great beer story that, that david sent us uh i want to mention uh blake who's one of our listeners we haven't forgotten about you we have to get the beer from uh where is where is the argentina or brazil i think brazil. he got yeah. it from brazil, brazil. brazil. So we have to get his brazilian beer from at some point so we will uh get something figured out. i know he had he had uh he was uh, couldn't do it for a couple a week or two, and then uh, we've kind of had some busy stuff going on, so we'll figure it out, Blake. Uh, we'll get either Connor or some of us will go over there um, and uh, hook up with you and get that beer from you, and then talk about it on the podcast. So, um, before we get into soccer, guys, one more quick story. Uh, David sent it over the other day. It is about uh, finding a beer cellar. Uh, beer cave, I should say, in Iowa, in the middle of Iowa. Now, Minnesota people probably know that we have had beer caves in St. Paul. There are beer caves. Actually, my mom talks about going to those caves when she was in college down here. Um, they used to party in those caves. I'm trying. I I've, I've been in them. Yeah,
3: and just off the road. Yep. in St. Paul. Yeah.
0: And I can't remember what the name of the brewery was, but there was. They did have beer in there. Um, so. Iowa. What happened it was in, in the uh, Madison County. Yes, that is the Bridges of Madison County county that we're talking about. Uh, these electrical workers were working and and uh, found a well preserved beer cave from the nineteenth century. Um, they started digging it up and figured they hit a rock shelf. When they poked their head in, and saw the arch ceiling. There wasn't a flaw in it. It was looked like brand new. So it was a arch ceiling and everything. Um, an 1869 business directory suggests that the cellar was located near a brewery that was already operating in the area. And just like beer, has your local convenience store, the underground cellar would have been used to keep brews cold in days before we had odd refrigerators. Um, so, Madison County Historical uh, Historic Preservation Commission took a prelim- preliminary look at the location in early July. Uh, it's well below ground to be cool, and uh, they did some radar detecting down there, and. Uh, yeah, they said it was probably around the time of the 1860s. So they're, it looks like they're talking about making it into kind of a tourist thing, uh, excavating it some more and having some uh, some tourist stuff to see an old beer cave. So that's pretty cool. Um, I know uh, also at uh, uh, Shells in New Ulm, they had beer caves uh, there uh, that they used to store their beer. Um, I think a lot of places did, so it's interesting. Well, yeah, you'd, yeah,
3: you uh, have to because you're. Yeah. you mentioned mid eight, 19th century, so 1860s. Yeah, yeah about the time that uh, I think what was it, Shells, and then uh, Glicks mm-hmm. was brewing beers. So yeah, I mean, you almost you had to have a, a beer cave or some somehow some way to keep your beer at least cool, maybe yeah. not cold. but uh. Yeah, Lining Kugels
1: has a couple beer caves that are now inside. Um, Irvine park. That's just across the street, basically from the brewery. Oh. And that was what line is from 1866 or something. Like yeah. That so roughly that same time period. So yeah. I mean, it, yeah. Well, how else are you can do it? Right.
0: Oh, and, it, and it's, it's crazy that you're finding it in the middle of Iowa. Yeah. You know, I mean, you don't, when you think of Iowa, you don't think of like beer caves. I mean, think of cornfields. Right. About it. So Yeah. So, so it's a uh, that is about it, Dave. I mean, come on, it's Iowa. We've driven <laughs> no, through there, num- right we've driven through there numerous times, Dave. I mean, come on, it's it's Iowa. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's a cool no story to
1: any listeners in Iowa. That's uh, hey,
0: come on. I mean, it's Iowa. Uh, so yeah, it's cool that there's a story about a beer cave in Iowa. I mean, awesome for them, and uh, maybe someday I'll be able to go down there and see this beer cave. So, all right, boys, let's talk soccer. Because there were two games this week, uh, both at home. SKC on Wednesday night, and we had DC United here last night. Let's talk about SKC. We're not going to get into the SKC game because everybody knows that it was a one to one draw. Uh, We're just going to round the horn and talk and just give our thoughts on the game because, frankly, we all think it was probably it was a disappointing game. Uh, because it's SKC, they're last in the Western Conference, so they were, and um, they were starting some very young guys. So um, let's see. Uh, Dave, we'll start with you. Just give us your thoughts about the SKC game on Wednesday in general.
3: Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll keep it quick. I, I was able. I was happy uh, to be able to watch this one because I thought I thought there's a good chance that uh, I might miss it due to work uh, really, you know, work, uh, issues. I was out in Wisconsin, like I mentioned earlier, but I was able to watch it using the Valley sports app. And, uh, yeah, so I was excited to do so. And especially considering the loons coming off, you know, what three wins in a row, uh, heading into the SKC match. So yeah, very optimistic, very excited, given the fact that we're playing the, the last place club sporting Kansas city, which sounds weird. It just doesn't sound right to me. And so I think when it comes to SKC, the nicest rivalry, in sports, is that what they say? Yes, it's rivalry in the R-
2: MLS.
3: In, yes. in the MLS, fair enough. But yeah, so I mean, I think I I think generally speaking, when when you say SKC, I get a little bit nervous, even though they did have some success in the playoffs and it was it twenty twenty? But yeah, nervous. But yeah, like you mentioned, Tony, starting a very very young lineup. They were, you know, getting into the, the rotation, you know, midweek uh, rotation. I think didn't they come off a draw against was it Montreal or? I believe something so. like that, but won't we'll worry about that. But anyways, yeah, they rotated unlike Minnesota. So that's the first thing I I, I want to touch on is just the lineup. We've seen the same or similar lineup, at least heading into that SK, SKC game for a long time now. And it's a little, a little bit alarming. I know the transfer windows open. We, we we'll, You know, they're, they're making some additions possibly. And, and we'll talk about that later, but it does have you concerned, you know, when you have Ariaga Pert, Roman Metnir out, you know, due to injury, you know, it almost seems like uh, Heath is forced into this lineup and he's not confident with the players on his bench, even though now we have MNUFC2 and, you know, other players are getting regular playing time, but that's not the case. He keeps rolling out the same starting lineup. Now, in this case, yeah, coming off three victories, that's great, but boy, um, I'll keep I'll, I'll keep it at this. My thoughts was just the, the start. It was a very, very slow start for this team and at home, you want to come out on fire you know you have you have some momentum after those last part prior three games and they just just couldn't do it and i thought it was really funny i think i t- touched on it in our text message thread that it was just the game prior i think on this podcast that i was sending heaps of praise over to will trap you know just because he had, he was in good form at least recently but okay in the 16th minute traps back to doing trappy type things getting his I believe 10th yellow card in 18 games. Most of them could be off by one or two. Yeah. Most of them And it's just, it's just not, it's not what you want to see. And I'm not, I'm not even saying that was the reason for the slow start, but it was just, it was just kind of a brutally brutal start to that game. It just, there, there wasn't, I was so excited to watch the game and then the game started and then I was much less excited after it started, of course. And you know, the, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that and let you guys touch on anything else you want to touch on, including the goals or right. therefore. So that, yeah, just uninspiring, just ugh, slow, ugly start. I know Heath wasn't happy about that. That's where shame. I'll leave it. Shame, shame, yeah. Dave, shame.
0: Yep. All right. Uh, David, how about you? Thoughts on the SKC game? Um,
1: well, I had picked, I think it was two, one win um, for really the, what what Dave mentioned the um, you know, I felt there wasn't going to be any rotation. Um, SKC could very easily be a trapped game. Um, you know, it's just, it's SKC in general. They, it's a really actually pretty solid rivalry. Uh, games kind of go any direction. So I wasn't super confident going into the match. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I was, uh, really pretty annoyed with how slow and lazy and just kind of boring they were. A Dave, you're uninspired is a perfect word. I mean, I, I, just, I just felt like um, I was asking myself why I was watching the game. Um, I, I just didn't find any interest in it whatsoever throughout the entire match. I was finding myself doing other things. Um, I just think that it was... Yeah, it, it was a bit sloppy. It was, um, you know, there, the play in the final third kind of looked the way it did, say, a month and a half ago. Um, the uh, SKC was way too dangerous. Uh, the defense, I think, broke several times. You know, we always talk about bending and not breaking, but I think they broke quite a few times. It's just SKC didn't quite take advantage of it. Um I think um, for being as young as that team was, uh, sorry, SKC was, um, it's inexcusable in terms of how we played. Um, I, You know, I just think they had four days off. There's no excuse for playing the way they did. I mean, these guys should be able to do Sunday, Wednesday, no problem, and they got to do Friday, Wednesday. I, I just think it was uh, mind-boggling how they played. Um, so I, I'm – Happy that we got a 1 1 because, quite honestly, the way they played, I thought it was going to be a lot worse. Um, yeah, that's that's what I got. And, and by the way, Dave, you, if your hotel had uh, Bally, Wisconsin, you could have watched it. Oh, then, because it's on Bally, Wisconsin. Well, because the Brewers
3: <laughs> played during the day against. It, well, the funny thing was, and I almost forgot this as you bring that up the game was uh, nationally televised too. Mm hmm. On ESPN. Well, that's right. So it was ESPN. ESPN. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that yeah. was another, is, I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's just recency bias, but I feel like every time the balloons are on uh, a national broadcast, it's always a kind of an underwhelming underperformance on the national yeah. state. So, and the funny thing that nobody cares, but for whatever reason, like the hotel that I was in was fine, but uh, for whatever reason, like e- the ESPN family was not working on their, uh, <laughs> Uh, on their cable <laughs> provider. And I I That's maybe terrible. maybe it was my TV or something but I didn't have the time to uh investigate too much. But yeah, so I ended up watching on my iPad uh through the Bally app. So Hey, at least you can do that. No. You know? yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Actually, it was I'm sorry. It was I would, it would have been shout out to ESPN Plus. I was watching on the ESPN Plus app, of course. So ESPN because it was ESPN. You didn't even need ESPN Plus. You could as long as you have cable, you could watch ESPN. So Just think of this as like Yeah, I I was It was an odd day for me, David, because I, uh, guys, because I, I usually when I'm working on the road, I'm long days, 12 hour plus days. Just that's, that's where I do most of my work is on the road. And, but that was a weird day. It was only a half day. So I actually, in that day, Wednesday, the twins, David, like you mentioned, played a, I think it was a noon game against the Brewers in at target field in Minneapolis. But so I was actually done with work, you know, Early in that day, so I was able to watch the end of that uh, Brewers Twins games, which was ended up being fairly eventful uh, as far as the Twins fans are concerned. Yes. Uh, that's Miranda not hit a walk off. I didn't want and,
0: to, I, yeah, I didn't even mention it because, you know, it was against wow. Josh Hader, and Hader is, you know, the g- g- god. For Milwaukee uh, and Miranda. And he's kind
1: of shitty
0: right now. He is. He's, he's gone downhill. I think he, he,
1: he's blowing like three saves in well, the last week, I think.
0: Well, yeah, <laughs> after the Miranda thing. Yeah, it was like – made him – like oh. whatever. Um, anyway. Yeah, so, anywho, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you guys about Wednesday, uh, the SKC game, and I'll just sum up what I said in text messages, guys. Um, SKC has a lot of young guys – a lot of young players who have nothing to lose – and everything to gain, right? They started five five homegrown players Wednesday night, okay? Something we yep. could never even dream of doing here in Minnesota, okay? I mean, seriously. We might
3: get there someday. but
0: We might start one at some point in the next four years, but that's about it.
3: Yeah, 2025.
0: Yeah, yep. right? So they're playing a lot of young guys. The problem is, uh, against a young team, uh, you need to come out and attack, 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 and and break their will. Really, I mean, young teams. If you don't break their will, they then they're, they 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 get more energized. They think they can actually have a chance. They have a chance, and you could see that all game. You could see that they were saying, "Oh shit, we're still in this game. Let's go," you know. And our guys were just playing it like, you know, they are playing a second tier team. Uh, it was very evident that. Uh, SKC and uh, Peter Vermees got his team like really pumped up for this game, and and said, "Hey, you know, you guys are young, but you can you can still hang with this team." And they did. And unfortunately, um, because they, Johnny Russell was on the bench and he brought him in, he was like the, the factor that really opened this game up for SKC and got got him the tie. Um, and I I still fucking hate Johnny Russell. Um, I think all of us hate Johnny Russell, um, but. You look at that team and you go, shit, they got all this young talent. They got Johnny Russell and they got Alan Polito, who's not playing this year. I mean, this is a really good team if you add all those things together. So I think that we, like you said, David, it was a trap game. I think that we went into this thinking, hey, we just walk over these guys. And uh, they kind of showed us. That they can uh, hang with us, the young team can hang with us. So, yeah. um, Connor, what about your thoughts from Wednesday?
2: You guys pretty much summed it up. Uh, it's, I think, uninspiring uh, is the perfect word for it. it. There was not a lot to be uh, encouraged about. It looks like they, after a series of wins, they had reverted back to their old selves uh, when they went on that losing streak. So it, it was not a fun game to be at. Um, oh, you were there? Oh yeah, I was there. Oh. And uh, uh, <clears throat> so we—I mean, I, I was like you guys. I went—I went in thinking that this was going to be a cakewalk. I thought we'd obliterate them. Yeah. Um, but uh, nope. Um, uh, Minnesota once again showed their their downside. Um, other than that, I mean, going back to what you you're saying about the lineup, though. I think the lineup is has worked very well actually since the since the uh, since we've had to go to that with the, with Yaga being insured and our limited options, uh, but this object this object this lineup uh, whether it was on purpose or not uh, has worked very well for us and I have said it in the podcast before if you if it ain't broke don't fix it uh, so if it so if it's working I think we stick with it until it doesn't work anymore. Uh, And especially I think we were talking about it during the game Last night, which we'll get into in a little bit um, That uh, Lud is actually quite good in the defensive uh, Mid position And it's been working out real well So I think the lineup was the right idea The gameplay itself Was very sloppy and uninspiring Uh, We were lucky to get the goal It was an own goal
0: Um, It's true, yeah, that's right
3: We we didn't really score a a goal I was waiting for you to bring that up, Connor. That's why I didn't want to touch on everything. But yeah, that's that's an excellent point because the one goal, you know, Minnesota did get, you know, out. You know, they did take the lead, you know, and took the lead into halftime, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. one nil. But it was, you got to – I mean, you calling it a gift is generous because I mean, yeah, it was absolutely a gift. Yeah. It was it yeah. was something that shouldn't have happened, you know. and Was it uh, Pulse Camp? I, yeah, know, it was a- him. But yeah, I mean, he just unfortunate for him and it, it was, was a just a bad bad yeah game.
2: it was and again and guys and- uh j- just uh one thing a little off subject here but uh minnesota aurora right now are about 10 minutes away as we speak uh from facing the south georgia tormenta in the final yeah right now oh and i no.
3: forgot i forgot we-, we we talked about it offline but yeah we definitely yeah. need to give a shout out to the minnesota aurora for yeah. winning their sem- semi-final match today mm-hmm. and uh Advancing to the final, which is next Saturday, I think seven PM at down at TCO. My right. parents, my parents were there, and my sister's family were there, so oh. I did not make it. But uh, yeah, congratulations, <clears throat> congrats to them. So,
0: <clears throat> guys, we we draw SKC at home, and my problem with this, of course, is well, it's a draw against SKC, but also going into then the game last one against DC United, another uh, bottom feeder team in the, on the, in the Eastern conference here. Um, it scares me a little bit because you had a downer against SKC. You bring in DC United coming in. What are they going to do against DC United? It questions about is Heath going to make some lineup changes, which we all know he probably isn't going to do. Uh, are the guys going to be a fit to play? Uh, this is now three games in in a week, pretty much.
3: I mean... Been, yeah, you look over the last two, two and a half weeks, it's been a very busy stretch of yeah. midweek games and everything. So,
0: you get a little concerned about it. So, we go into last night's game, guys, and does the lineup change? No. Nope. 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 Same lineup. Same lineup. Which, I think, uh, it's Adrian Heath, so... I guess he's going to go the same, but he has well, no... And he it, has,
1: I, I think they had to. I yeah, mean, to, you yeah. know, I, it's reality. Like Connor said, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah, yeah. Lud, I, I said it multiple times. Well, no, I didn't. I said it twice, I think, mm-hmm. um, last night in our text. He is, I think that's his favorite, my favorite position for him right now. Um, he, he plays that eight very well, and I can see why he said... <clears throat> guys, I, I'm sure, and this is probably as inspiring as his talk was, suck it up, get out there, don't be lazy, and get after mm-hmm. the game. I'm sure that's all he said because that's that's the reality. You have a good mm-hmm. lineup. Your lineup is the way it is, and mm-hmm.
3: I, it works. So I think that's what he's expecting. Yeah, and, and for sure, we've seen if it ain't broke, don't fix it. We've seen that for the last several years, and that's the, 100%. I almost – I think it was Minnesota eleven minnesota's 11 on twitter posted their predicted lineup moving Lod back into that right wing position i think yeah. and putting Rosales yeah. out there in the midfield mm-hmm. i think mainly because of Bongi uh and his lack of success you know his expected goals over actual goals scored was his you know that you divide you can't divide by zero but you know what i'm you know what One. i'm going yeah. with that so i when I saw that, his suggestion, I, I thought, I thought mm, that kind of makes sense to me. It's interesting that Bongi has played in every single match, friendly or every U.S. Open Cup he's played, at least played in every single match, all competitions for Minnesota United. So that, I guess that I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but that that I almost thought maybe they'd go that way just to get give Bongi a little rest and, and kind of wake him up a little bit. But And I think did not th- do that, but.
0: I think this will, I'm I'm serious. I think this will be, Lud will be in the midfield until Ariaga comes back at some point. Yep. This will be it. Yep.
1: I mean, there's, and, and, you know, depending on how trap pans out, I mean, honestly, I could see when Ariaga comes back, Lud stays in the midfield. Yeah. I I, I really can. can As
3: long as as we're talking about the injury situation, we don't really know. We saw Ariaga was at the match yesterday watching with um, crutches, with um, crutches. yeah, so he might be a little further out than we, because I know I think I feel like it was two weeks ago. They say it was two to four weeks. weeks two to four weeks, it which
0: could, which means it could be two to means, four months. Which no, it two to four weeks. Six means to eight weeks. Six to eight weeks or uh four to eight weeks or whatever. It's never whatever he <laughs> says. You double or triple it
3: because he doesn't fucking know. Well, then I I really yeah, and I really don't want to get ahead of ourselves. But I think now that we're talking about the lineup heading into this match, I think it's a good point to time to bring up you know will trap unfortunately you know suffered an injury in last night's game and i don't know if you guys have seen anything more Nothing. about it, no, it looks, i haven't seen
2: anything. Cramped, I always get
3: nervous i hope so but you always get nervous when you see those non-contact injuries oh, so oh, i sure. mean between ariaga and then we'll see about trap wishing him the best of health but uh, between those two players yeah i mean it might be Lude's position to uh, it might be that he might be there for well, the foreseeable future, which I'm not complaining about either. Dave. And it, what ha- happens with trap and accumulation? I mean, where
1: is he at this point? I think he, um, he
2: just came back from accumulation. He so just came back, he yeah. he, he got, I, I think he got a yellow last night, but he did uh, well. He got he no. No,
3: no, it, it was, it was Wednesday,
2: it was yeah. SKC. That's what that's what it was. So, yeah, he started he
3: over.
1: Yeah. He's on number one right. on the uh, third, second, third. Yeah. I don't know. Cause he, if you if you get a break, right? It, if if you go three games, I think without a card, then it's yes. resets or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. So he must have must have gotten a break somewhere in there. But yep. Um I mean, so he's so he's probably lucky at this point. And then it's just a matter of what happened with his injury. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think it was I'm pretty sure it was a cramp. I mean, not a doctor or anything, but the way he looked. It looked like it was an upper leg thing, so which means it's thigh maybe, probably yeah, it, up.
3: It, I watched, I was able to watch, you know, I was at the match, but I didn't uh kind of like the broadcast team as I rewatched the match today, and they didn't have it on camera. They replayed it a couple times after the fact. Yeah. And like when I was I was sitting in the Wonder Wall and I did not see it happen, but then yeah, watching either. the replay, seeing watching the replay, you know, again, non-contact, it's yeah. a little scary, but you're I think Tony, you're right. It didn't Seem like a knee bender, yeah. you know, an ankle breaker. Yeah. It didn't seem like, no. didn't seem like. I could definitely see them coming out, and I, I would actually, after seeing the replays, I would be surprised if there was any ligament damage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, fingers crossed. It's just cramped. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. And
2: that uh, you know, it, it's confusing. I think it was confusing to everyone because I it happened basically right in front of my section at the at the game last night, and I was still confused. I couldn't I couldn't figure out what had happened. I just knew that he was down and it looks like he cramped up as we, as you guys said. Yep. Um, but uh, it was, there were a lot of people that were just like, what happened? And so hey. uh, hopefully no, hopefully in this case, no news is good news. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. But guys, we had something in before this injury, we had something
2: mm.
0: magical happen, guys, magical. This goal by Renoso. the goal isn't magical. Yep. The, the assist was magical. Uh, which mm-hmm. yeah, again, which which nobody knew who got the assist. I mean, everybody was saying it was Fragapane. Uh they for said like it
2: was Fragapane in five. the stadium.
0: Well, yeah, and on Twitter too. It was Fragapane,
2: yeah. Fragapane,
1: Well, And the, no, actually, technically, Twitter didn't say it was Franco. Twitter said um the uh the dynamic, dynamic duo, duo Argentina and Argentina. So it mm-hmm. had to have been Franco. Mm-hmm. Or our Twitter person doesn't know that amory is from Paraguay.
3: Uh, that um, should be fair. Did Armaria play at uh, in Argentina professionally, though? Did he not? Uh, for
2: um, Vlad uh, Starsfield, yeah,
3: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, but, but again, still him some slack. No, yeah. so no. I'm just kidding. probably no, no. no
1: I don't well, so. and what's worse, actually, since we're on this, what's worse is they also did it on Instagram. Well, and here's and And here's here's, at no time did they ever correct it. That was even better. Well, and they
3: never corrected it. Here's the problem. Like from where I was sitting, you know, across the field in the Wonderwall, I could I could see clearly that Reynoso finished, and you know, the I saw the build up and the play happen, but I wasn't too sure who had the assist, and I wasn't. And that's why I wanted to watch replay just to see his amazing kick. I know Kendra called it a karate kick type. It was. By maria that was pretty sweet. But here's the thing: how if you're watching the broadcast, do you not know that it was Maria yeah, with this? Yeah, sure. So. Yeah. Or if it was, the, if, if
2: you're announced the announcer in the stadium, the announcer in the stadium said it was Franco too. And yeah. So I'm like, how like how do you not see that big number nine on the yeah, back he, of yeah.
1: Maria's jersey? It, you know, I didn't see Dave. So you watched the replay. Did you see where Franco was in relation to the play? He was I on the wing. wing. He was, was out, out in the wing. wing. Yeah. Oh, he was way out. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, it, it's it, you look at the replay, and Anna Maria does the kick and then drops back, and you can see his number, and he's just looking like, "Hey, I just kicked it. Here you go." And it's like, "Dudes, come on!" But guys, let's go to the let's go to the kick though. the 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 karate kick, or whatever you want to call it, was superb. Donkey kick. I mean that. The, the, the wants, words yeah, yeah.
2: "donkey kick." Was I mean, used before the show, come on. So.
0: Yes. Who who does that? I mean, this is, I mean, look at this. He gets like full air, like a back kick type of thing.
1: You know, I feel like that is, that is a, almost like a desperation attempt at an assist. It it really truly looked like Ann Maria is at a point in his season that he realizes that he's got to do something. And he just like the play wasn't developing properly and he just, was pissed and he jumped sure. and kicked and it's, it went to him. And... It's just unbelievable because
3: <laughs> you can see the defender kind of back off because obviously the defender wasn't expecting any kind of move like that. I think he was waiting for the ball to be in the defender, was waiting for the ball to land on the ground and maybe the defender would have the play on the ball to clear it out, yeah. no problem. But yeah, it's amazing. Armoria coming out of nowhere. And you know, you, you see it with Armaria, you definitely see it with Reno. So it's that creativity with the back heels. You know, I know Armoria tries those back heels. They don't always work. You know, half the right. time, it, it, it he back heels it to a defender, and, and and you know they're able to clear it away. But when it works, it's pretty, and that was certainly pretty.
2: You think you're watching Jean Claude Van Damme? Yeah, with uh-huh. those kicks.
3: Guys, I it's would just, uh,
0: I would love to play a song right now by the uh, the band Bus Stop called uh, Kung Fu Fighting. Right. But we oh, can't, but we can't because we, <laughs> we get in trouble. So I'll just sing it for you. Well, everybody was Kung Fu fighting. Yeah, we don't get banned just, for that.
3: But it's just like that's and then what I loved the most, I think, other than you know, and again, I really basically didn't see how beautiful the assist was until this afternoon when I watched the, the game replay. But it was what I was excited about in the moment was that Reynoso, I think score that was a six goal in six games at that point. Yep. Sorry. And uh, he had he had scored two two goals in the, the first 15 games of the season just to, to I mean Renoso is just on fire yep. right now. I mean that is maybe right. minus my bet. the last game.
0: I bet Carl Douglas not bust up Carl Douglas mm-hmm. is the name of the artist Come fighting Fighting. Um, but then yeah you're right Dave. Renoso then he's got an easy shot in the goal just puts it in and there you go. Right. And uh, what David was saying is totally true. Amaria has not been scoring goals, but he's been setting up goals and uh,
1: yeah, I mean, which is fine. Yeah, if you can do it. Fantastic. Fine. Yeah. You go know, for it, it. Whatever he's got to do to, you know, get us on the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would prefer it's scoring, but mm-hmm. I mean, to, you know, if he's not whatever reason, he's not quite getting that ball past the keeper if he can create all for it, you know, I mean, that's what you got
3: to do. True. And, and this game was a little different, well, a lot different from SKC. I mean, even if you want to call that assist lucky and which maybe, I mean, you can describe it as that, or you can describe it any way you want. It was fantastic. Pure skill, pure skill. So well. But the, the bottom line is I think a goal like that, I think a goal, that goal by so was deserved at this point in the match, because unlike Sporting Kansas city, the loons started out, uh, you know, in that game. That goal scored in the thirteenth minute, which is huge. Obviously, get ahead early. Mm-hmm. Whether you're at home or on the road, you know that's going to help your chances of winning tremendously. Yep. But uh, this game, especially in the first fifteen minutes, and for most of the game, if not most of the first half, Minnesota was in control. Yeah, I mean, I think definitely. that's why I think sitting in the wonder wall as they're going to that brew hall goal on the other end, I mean, it just felt like the ball was in their attacking half for most of that first Mm -hmm. half. a great. I mean, it was, it was a deserved goal.
0: It was. And then you can see from the stats. I mean, they had numerous attempts in the first half. They were on the ball. I'm sure Dave and Connor, you guys saw that in the stadium that the loons were pretty much like had the pedal going. And I think that uh, what David has said was right. I think Keith actually, like gave it to the team before the game and said, "Hey, guys, let's do some shit tonight. Let's get it going. Let's get some uh, scoring going. Get some goals here." Um, and they had numerous opportunities to do that. Uh,
3: and this is yeah, this is what we 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 all expected against SKC, and it was such mm-hmm. a letdown. Even though yeah, they managed to get a point against SKC, but this is what we expect to see mm-hmm. on Wednesday. Okay, so and so a huge relief. You know, just thirteen minutes into the game, to see that yep. this game is looking different. Again, yeah. again, it's another bottom dweller. But you know, this is what you're supposed to do against a last place team.
0: But yep. unfortunately, we only go into the half up one nil. Okay, which with all the opportunities we had, I, I swear it could have been two nil or three nil. I mean, it Definitely. was. There was some there really some opportunities. There were some crosses in the box that could have gone in. I mean, there was some stuff going on and I was like, come on, this is just got to get it going.
2: Yeah. Like you guys say that, the, the, I mean, Minnesota were in complete control of the game basically mm-hmm. throughout the throughout the entire game and the entire first half. Uh, yeah. So it should have been, I mean, the one, the one downside of this game was that it could have been more goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and that's a very good, that's a very good problem to have. But uh, I mean, it's they were very much in the in control, and that's a side of the team that we've been wanting to see for a long time. Yeah, you
1: know, we had seventeen shots total, mm-hmm. and I believe if I counted that correctly, it was already eight at half.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so yeah. we basically split. Um, I mean, that's you again. If you got a nitpick, it's the fact that we only scored two goals off seventeen shots. But, um, you know, it's six shots were on target. So we were 30, basically 33% there. And we had two, two goals off of six shots. So basically, 30, well, we are 33% there. So, I mean, it, it's consistent and 33% shooting at, I mean, overall isn't really that bad when you consider it. Um, so, I mean, going into the half, 1 0, uh, one I, I thought we were, um, you know, fully in control. Uh, I think at that time the possession was a little bit more even edging a bit to DC, but um, we've been getting better and better at that, um, uh, you know, playing that counter attack. Uh, I personally think in all of our years, we have been better when we have been losing possession. Um, it's it's just the way we have. And, and that's fine. That's, you know, that's counter attack game and that's pretty typical of four, two, three, one um so you know I felt very good about the first half I you know everything about that game it was fun to watch um you know they seemed to be enjoying themselves uh you know there were a few times that some of those passes could have been a bit crisper
3: but I mean it was it was a good first half yeah I think I mean I I mirror your thoughts exactly David um I think there was one chance uh you know in the first one significant chance in the first half uh that um that dc united had but it was just a poor header um i think it was it was off a corner kick you know dc did have a few corners but basically you ne- they never threatened in fact they didn't have a shot on goal in the first half at all i they mean they didn't have a shot on goal at all Period in the whole game, yeah, Yeah, that's right. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think they should have had a shot on goal. That's I think what is referencing around the the half, the thirty minute mark. Um, There should, yeah, Smith. I think had a header that he just put over the top of the over the top of the net that he should have done better with. But yeah, other other than that single moment, yeah, I was not nervous, which I maybe I should have been, only because we've seen this team blow leads, you know, especially a one goal lead, like we saw in Miami. But, uh, I don't know. It, this game just had a different feeling from the yeah. start. So, so,
2: guys, is it is it uh, tr- for you guys? Because you guys are watching it on uh, TV, except for Dave, of course. Uh, is it true that Wayne Rooney uh, stood up from his chair and went WTF? he uh, yeah. didn't. He did, he, he did, he did not. And when, and he when did he do this?
1: Stand that? up. He didn't stand up. Oh, he no, pointed he was... out. He pointed yeah. out with his hand, and he said, "What the fuck?"
4: Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> at, at what and point? It, it, it it was um i don't remember when that was it was second half i think yeah um but it was like it was right around the time that i believe i i had written in my notes that um dc was being really lazy um and that's what was happening like they were they were taking a long long time to get it out of their half and he he pointed out and he's like what the fuck yeah (laughs) i and i mean i put my i put half my paycheck on on that, I mean that he said nice. that. that's not true. He, that. They showed him, wrong,
0: but. they showed him numerous times during the match, uh, and then of course they picked up this point where he said, "What the fuck?" But also, I, we talked about this before the podcast as he was wearing a sweater. Uh, what what's the deal with yeah, the sweater? Something warm, yeah. yeah. It was like, I mean, dude, it,
2: it wasn't it, especially hot that day. It, it didn't feel especially hot, but I mean, mm-hmm. it was still hot though.
3: It's, it's hot sticky. enough. I don't think it was. It, I don't think it was hot as it was. We were all expecting and worrying it would be. It was. Yeah. It was a relative. Well, Johnny was telling me it was going to be super hot, and I was like, and really? it was supposed and to be. It was supposed to be, but it okay. wasn't. It it wasn't as uncomfortable as, as we were all expecting. It was. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a July night in Minnesota. It was a little humid. It was a little hot, but it wasn't yeah. bad. So I said this to you guys before the before the podcast.
0: I said Wayne Rooney looked like he could be any guy up here in Wright County. He works a blue-collar job and drives a Ford truck. I mean, seriously, he's wearing a sweater. He's got the full the beard going on. He's got yeah, the no yeah, hair anymore.
1: See him he, in flannel. He looks he did get hair. Did he get he's he's wearing, wearing fifty? A hat. He, he does like that. He's wearing a hat. Yeah, he's wearing a hat. Oh. Right. yeah he's only like that's right he was he's uh, Wayne Rooney but was his beard's like all gray 36
3: yeah. or um,
2: 37 too really yeah, he looks no like he's not,
3: big, not the, yeah he's not that young is he yeah connor? he's
2: only like a few years older than me yeah I, I think well uh, he,
3: so. he just re- he didn't retire that long ago he was playing
1: yeah he's he's younger than the three of us yeah. and old oh, slightly older right. than connor yeah
0: holy shit i mean he looks like yeah, he, he's 36 holy sh- really
2: yeah it yeah, looks like he he's in
1: his 40s I mean, oh, I, I think it's 50.
2: Go down. Yeah, I would have said 50 because he's got the, the gray. In. Go
0: down to, yeah. guys, go to boondocks on any Friday or Saturday night like I do. And there's like five of those guys like hanging out at the bar doing pull taps. I mean, seriously, that's what those guys look
3: like. It's, you know, that's just one of the reasons. There's a few reasons I don't, but that's one of the reasons I don't have facial hair because I don't need all that gray out, into, you know. F- uh, what the fuck beard are you ta- or, Excuse you? That's
1: that's yeah. why you do that? hey, I'm, yeah, not, yeah. I'm not i'm not i'm not suggesting there's it. one of
3: us there's one of us that has some gray,
1: gray i do have sort of gray. Of yeah i mean i had, believe lot. me if i grew my hair out
3: i would have plenty of gray that's I why do. i don't grow my hair out I I mean one of the reasons i do
0: have what you call salt and pepper yes, and i yeah, I, yeah. I am i am turning 43 wait. in like two
1: weeks so wait salt and pepper or salt and pepper
0: salt and pepper <laughs> i'm mean. <laughs> we're not we're gonna get, we're gonna call for copyright infringement now we got two songs yeah, we already sang, yeah. so.
4: um
0: but uh yeah so <laughs> wayne rooney looking like he's uh yeah <laughs>
3: let's he's gonna get a few more grays, uh, i think yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yes, yes yes you yeah. know
2: it, it, wayne, you think wayne rooney and adrian heath running those everton circles so everton's like you gotta listen to these guys and well, hear what they said about you yeah, Well, that's
3: what that's what I, actually Connor bringing the Everton connection is great because, of course, the next game for the Minnesota United is um, uh, on Wednesday, a friendly against Everton, Well, you
1: know, and I was uh, thinking about that, because, yeah, so do you think that Wayne's gonna hang around to see. Yeah, Everton. Oh, that's a good. Question. That would be crazy. I, I, you know
3: what? I well, I think he might, and I. But I wonder if he's going to go back to DC and no. then back out here to watch the game. I would not be surprised. If he's back I mean, because think about match. it.
1: Okay, so you got you'll you'll have you could have Wayne, and then obviously who, and then obviously Heath, who's an Everton legend.
3: Yeah.
1: and then Everton's manager is Frank Lampard. Who's yeah, a, a legend so, in of itself. So Minneapolis could be like, or say so, sorry, St. Paul. Oh, my. Uh, oh, don't. don't uh, say, oh. You know, just, <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> I, I caught myself. I caught myself. I corrected. He's uh, in Florida
2: now anyway. He's saying Yeah. He,
1: you know, St. Paul could be lit up with some English soccer. I have that. a feeling it's oh, going no. to be.
3: I have a feeling it's going to be. And then because they did make it. The, uh, I I wouldn't have known this if I hadn't watched the broadcast today. But, you know, they made a comment that, of course, um, Adrian Heath and Wayne Rooney share. Shared a bottle or two of a wine. Last on, it would have been. <laughs> or I, I bet it was a, four. I bet it was um, four um, bottles. Yeah. It, might, it might have Although,
2: been. Here's, Guys, here's a... the the thing is, the thing about that is that Wayne Rooney won't be here on Wednesday. He won't. Because Why? DC United are hosting Bayern Munich.
3: Yeah, but, he can't,
2: but he can't. Oh, he'll but he,
3: he'll be here. He'll be here. He can't <laughs> coach. <laughs> <He> Can <laughs> he coach? <laughs> yeah. Right. he can't uh, coach. Maybe. Do, I don't do, know.
2: do, Unless do you want to watch?
1: Do you want to watch the loons play? Your your childhood club, right? I mean, basically, yeah. um, Yeah. Or, or do you want to see your own team get destroyed by Byron Munich? I mean, I feel like Loon's Everton would be the choice.
0: I have a great uh, sitcom idea, guys. It's Heath, and then Wayne Rooney's like in his guest house, like all week, and they're just like hanging out. Wayne Rooney kind of comes in for breakfast. Adrian Heath is like, Hey, Wayne, what's up? And then Frank Lampard comes in. There's like a whole thing, like at Heath's house, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like
2: just a like, right. huge plate of black pudding on the I, table.
3: I am yeah. Conor, I'm Connor. Oh, I guess I'll ask you, I, I'm bummed that I cannot go to, to the Everton match on Wednesday. I, obviously I'll be working uh in Wisconsin, but I mean if I could have gone, it would have been my second Everton match oh. that I've seen. Nice. So actually December, so I, I saw I saw him, I think it was 2010 out in Goodison Park in Liverpool. So that, that yeah. was gotcha.
1: Me. Yeah, you know, you yeah. could
3: have worn your Everton jersey. Right. That you gave me, Dave. Yeah, um, um, the the Everton um you gave I, me an alternate uh Donovan Everton jersey. I have an Everton t shirt, but I don't I mean I, I, still I, uh, I still think that's
1: I still think that's the coolest
3: thing I've given anybody because that jersey I thought was Pretty sweet. it is pretty cool it's, and it's a long sleeve jersey yeah. so i'll be able you know i can wear oh, it in yeah the, months, and i mean and it's premier, being that it's premier the league
1: is playing yeah being that it's the third jersey it's black and pink which is absolutely nothing like everton right, right. um you know i just think it, i think it's a pretty cool jersey
3: but it is it
1: guys,
0: much is. we you. have we have gotten way off topic here we are yeah. Yeah. we're off in the how, weeds. how, how is let's that go, different go podcast, let's go back let's go it's know. not it's not really Let's, let's talk. Hey,
1: I mean, at least we, at least this started at the halftime. Yes. We, down, down, we started
2: down. at halftime. Yeah.
0: So let's go, let's go back. Let's talk about right after the half because Ray gets another goal with another assist from Amaria. And Ray's goal here is very, well, Connor said it very cheeky. It was a very like yeah. little, yeah. little like backwards kind of push over the right corner yeah. there and just kind of pass the goalkeeper. And it was, I, I, I don't know. It's Ray, dude. I mean, what can you it's say? Just, about? It,
2: it's the, you know, what it was, was the, the first touch before he shot it that did it Yeah, because he took that first touch. Uh, and, you know, I'm the, I'm always the guy screaming, shoot it first time, mm-hmm. but the first touch uh, for uh, bringing it back the other way across the keeper is what uh, made is what made and, that shot possible. And, and just mm-hmm. the pure finesse
3: and it's, it's incredible be, yeah because there was no pace on it and, th- and i had a perfect view of this goal absolutely perfect view and it was almost surprising the lack of pace that was needed by marino to put it in the mm-hmm. you know back corner basically the net and uh yeah Armaria was a second assist on the night that was sweet and then uh, uh david shout out to you i think you made a really good comment about this goal I don't know if you're where I'm going. I don't know if you know where I'm going with it, but, <laughs> but I was um, drinking I'll, whiskey I'll last give, night. I don't remember how much uh, I'll of give anything you I did, <laughs> I, I, And I didn't see much of the text to be awesome. I wasn't, I, to be honest, I wasn't reading a lot of the text, but you made, I think, David, you made the point that uh, Frank Aponte had a nice run into the box. Oh, yes. That, yeah. you know, yeah. give credit. I mean, the, the DC United defenders were kind of, I think, coming in on Reynoso. They saw him coming in the box. That, like you had four defenders you know, coming towards Ray. But if it wasn't for Frank upon run into the box, I don't know that that would have worked out. Yeah. You
1: know, it was almost, I mean, it wasn't, but it was almost like a dummy run because he runs all the way across the box and it just completely throws everything off. And I think really that allowed for that touch that, Mm -hmm. that Connor talked about allowed for Ray to get that, that quick touch and then do his back behind the leg or whatever the hell yeah. he did. Um, I mean, yeah, it was, it, I, I, you know, and I've been pretty critical of Franco this season and rightfully so I think, but um, lately Franco has started doing everything right. Yeah, um, I agree. And it when you start seeing players do everything right off the ball, mm-hmm. that's it. I think that's huge because that starts bringing in the sense of, um, you know, the selfishness is going away, the, the cockiness arrogance is going away they're doing things that are necessary to help the team it's it's very obvious that all of this i don't know what the fuck happened with this team but something in the last 3 weeks like light switch came on like, and now they're all starting to uh
3: you yeah. know you know do what mm-hmm. they need to do and to be, and i totally agree with everything that you just said David. well said um but you know part of i wonder you know, let's let's try and remember that DC United, I think, has one of the worst uh, goal differentials, yes. yes. and they at yes. least they've allowed, if not the most, they're tied for the most goals allowed. And so maybe that's just bad, poor, lazy yeah. defending. I mean, but but you know, you, you scored a goal. Yes. I mean, yeah, yeah,
1: it, 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 right. I mean, we we should we could be slightly negative, Dave, mm-hmm. and say well, we should have won this match because it was DC, but or we could be a we could. Hide that yes, reality. We should and
3: just acknowledge the fact that our players are clicking. Yes, so, yeah. and that's that's the way I'm going to look at it. And it's not just one game. We're talking about you know now right. over the course of five games, they have four wins, the best stretch Minnesota United has been on since the first four games of the season, where they right. got two wins and two draws. Yeah. So it's nice to see them back in form.
0: Right. Well, let's after this goal, guys, we're up two nil. We all know where this game is going at this point, so let's spend the rest of the time talking about this game Talk about Bongi.
1: <laughs> God's sake.
0: Seriously. Because the guy Seriously, yeah couldn't get shit. He was I mean, given numerous opportunities. Yeah, he needed to do better. Couldn't get anything in the goal.
1: I mean, it's, it's not one all of those it things. things. I, I think it, it goes back to the, the UNU. And Amariah stuff too at the early mm-hmm. beginning of the season. It's just, it just isn't working for him. It's just mm-hmm. not happening. Um, you know, it reminds me of Fernando Torres at Chelsea. Um, you know, huge trans. I mean, obviously, it's a different scenario where it was a huge transfer for him, and he just <laughs> so much pressure on his shoulders, and he couldn't do jack shit. It, it's, it's. I think. There could be pressure on his shoulders, like literally the weight of an entire freaking country. That's true, but That's true. it's it's probably a bit self-realized. Um, but the reality, yeah, it's just like he was doing stuff right last night. I mean, I think his he had some issues at, at times, but you know, he had a ball cleared off the line. Uh he had one directly at the keeper. And, and it's
3: interesting. Like yeah. actually that that you bring that up, but like we're talking, you know, just a minute ago we were talking about uh, you know, um, Ray's second goal, his brace. Bongi was actually in a good spot. So depending on how Armoria played that ball, he was Bongi was kind of on the just on the side, kind of near the far post. You know that could have turned out differently for him if if Maria plays a little bit of a longer ball. Yeah, but but yeah, I feel like he Bongi missed a couple you know, assist opp- assist chances and just got unlucky. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's some, right. some of we, – we know what he's doing. I mean, some of it is definitely unlucky. There's no doubt about it. I mean, so I'm not just slamming on him, but yeah, yeah, that's it's just right. – I mean and, – and, and he has, you know, not, not, not in the last two games, but he has had assists for this club. He has been on the field again. Like I mentioned, every single match – you know, all competitions. That's something. That is definitely something. He's staying healthy. Right. He's playing with that energy. We know his speed. <clears> it's <throat> it's going to happen. I just every game. I just can't believe it hasn't happened yet. Like I was going into last night's game thinking this could be the night. It could be oh. the night. And
1: yeah, and he hopefully. actually
3: did get credited. I think
1: for two key passes last night. Yeah. Um, yeah, or not last last night. Two nights ago. Yeah, or no, it was last night. Probably. Last night. Yeah. Last. Um, I mean, it's, um, you know, and I don't really recall what those passes would have been, but there was one glaring pass that he tried to pass back.
3: Yeah, I remember that one. Um,
1: and he got it behind, was it Ray? Yeah.
3: It yeah, was Amaria. Okay, I know yeah, what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. And it, and
1: it blew up the whole play. But I mean, it's a lot of it is unlucky. A lot of it, David. Oh. You're right, David. I mean, it's a lot of it's unlucky.
0: Think about it think about it uh that the the cross where he slid in trying to make that goal
1: right, right? that's
0: a that's a that's a yep. two that's two seconds guys that's two seconds if he is two well,
3: seconds quicker on that
0: yeah he's got a goal first
3: sure. and, and and look sure. at um look at how this happens I mean it, it, it's a cruel sport that's a such a cliche I know but I mean look at rain Reyn- I just I, I brought it up earlier Reynoso had two goals in 15 games. And now look what he – now with that goal, he has seven goals in, in six games. So, okay. you know, maybe he's just on a bad run. And, and well, I yeah. wouldn't even call it a bad run, you know. But, you know, his well, time could be coming sooner for, rather yeah. than later. I, it could it, be.
0: The fireworks are ready in South Should Africa. Be. Let me tell you. The fireworks are ready.
2: Yep. We will the, know. The are coming out. We will
0: know oh, when Vange scores a goal because we will hear it in Minnesota from South Africa. I swear to God. Yep. Will.
1: You know, I, I almost feel like I need to go – do an impulse buy and
3: buy a Vivuzela <laughs> just really? for the yeah. time when you wanna, he scores a goal. You want to piss off your neighbors, Sterling? Uh, I was you know, I was hiding I have already gotten
1: plenty of time, HOA but, uh, complaints, so I'm okay with what? Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um Ooh, Amazon
3: has them. Amazon oh has Vivuzelo. Oh, oh, I have That's no doubt. Oh, 12 bucks though? I don't know. Twelve yeah, bucks. For tell, a plastic are, horn. That was that was the World Cup. Was that 2014 yeah. or 2010? Yeah. 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 yeah, that that noise at that time, that noise, that background noise of the Vuvuzela is that kind of just I started associating that with with you know national soccer. It just yeah. became oh, norm. And sure. I remember that I remember the next World Cup and that helped yeah. me out. It was that uh, Brazil, Argentina? It was Brazil, wasn't it? Yeah. South uh, South America. Yep. Then I was almost surprised when we didn't hear it. I think they, they banned. Like I think they
0: banned them. I'm pretty sure they banned them from did they, they actually ban have. them? I think they they Brazil banned them, oh. yeah. So uh oh
1: gosh. So uh blue, green, red, or yellow. Well, I don't
2: know. Ooh, blue or I, fucking I colors. Blue, you, gold, have to go. you
3: know, you gotta go with the blue gold. Go with the yellow, blue, blue, yeah. Yeah, sure. go to the blue. There you go.
1: Six uh, bucks. I can't go wrong, right?
0: We're
2: there you go. Yeah
0: uh whatever is uh we're
3: buying these on the podcast right now this um this is either gonna this is either gonna <laughs> jinx Bongi or it's gonna make him score well,
2: bongy already can't score so you might as well try
1: <laughs> well and it also might be uh nearing my divorce because as soon as my kids get a hold of one yeah oh, no, no things, oh <laughs> shit
0: you gotta lock those away like a gun cabinet or something you gotta lock the uh these things away well
1: it, well, it's on its way. Amazon Prime. You, you can could always, it. you know, oh, no. two hours you could always
3: Use you can always use it as a beer funnel, I suppose. Like, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, all right.
2: <laughs> so, just for okay. yourself, a forty-five ounce margarita.
3: And and we're going way <laughs> off the rails here, but I want to say this. Oh like, fuck, Minnesota, Minnesota. We talked about it, but Minnesota, obviously, now with uh, what um twelve points, thirteen mm-hmm. points. Points In the last five matches have yeah. moved all the way up to third yes. that's that's results. Right. Yeah. Because as we record this There are actually four more Western There's eight Western Conference teams Playing tonight yeah. as we record and this actually, Either right now or later tonight And Tony, the reason I bring this up Is I want to give a shout out to your guy Cialini is starting For the L, uh, LAFC Yes, and speak Bale, old guy, old guy. Bale is not, he's on the bench Old
1: guy Cialini is starting Speaking of which, Nashville just tied it up. Mm, a penalty kick, um, and uh, yeah, that's that's
3: unfortunate.
1: Um, um but yeah, is sir, that's cool. Yeah, and
3: maybe maybe Gareth Bale will come in as a late sub and uh, and and take all three for LAFC. Although I don't, I think realistically that's what we should be be rooting for, um, unless we think Minnesota has capability of going all the way into first in the Western Conference. I have my doubts. So, uh,
2: I mean there's plenty no, of season left, yeah. but let's, uh, let's I, not. I mean no. not with the form 10, that ten both, points LFC is a lot. Austin yeah. 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 And,
0: so guys, let's uh oh, we're having way too much fun tonight. By the way, it's Sunday night Um let's Sunday just fun day, man. I just want to say day. I just want to say that uh one person got the uh DC United uh game correct. That was me. Uh Two victory. So hats off to myself. I'm the winner. Uh,
1: who did that? Who made that sound? I don't know. Congratulations, do Tony. But who made, made that sound?
3: It might have been me. I unplugged yeah. and plugged in my well, Tony. It. Did you not hear that? I didn't hear anything.
4: Uh, oh. oh. Yeah. Okay. It must have been
3: Dave. Sound. It was like a... Bzzz.
1: It, was right it, it drowned you out your entire you, announcement. T- you Tony, did. Will Tony will edit that I'm out. Tony that I'm not editing
0: but out shit. Out. <laughs> I don't edit shit out. <laughs> it is yeah, what it is. It drowned is, out now.
1: your entire announcement. It is what it is.
0: I won. I two to one 2-0. Yes, 2-0. Yeah. Yeah. I won. So Congratulations, Tony. But we, we, we all picked it. the win, right? We, we all, did pick yeah. a, We yes. all picked the win. Yes, we all
1: picked
2: the win. So,
0: guys, let's take a quick break. We come back for the break. We'll do our... Predictions about the game next weekend in Houston uh, against the Dynamo, uh, which is another Saturday game. Uh, We're not going to do any predictions about Everton because it's a friendly. So, whatever. Um, And then uh, we'll talk about uh, our new guy, Benitez, uh, new right back guy who we picked up. Uh, We'll see how he fits into the whole mix with DJ Taylor doing pretty well in the last couple games. And then, uh, Connor, you got some history or some questions?
2: Um, well, come back to me on that. All right. Sure.
0: So Connor, I'll do something. And then, uh, I have one fun, quick funny story, guys. Maybe. One quick funny story, uh, that'll be, will uh, make the, uh, Wisconsinites on this podcast very, uh, very happy because it's from Wisconsin. So, um, Jamaica's
1: very sad. I mean, what oh, is you guys should be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll
0: be you'll be proud, guys. You'll be proud Wisconsinites. And I talk about the story. So we be back. Oh, I in, do
2: have some history. There we go. Awesome.
0: Awesome. I'll be back in uh just one minute. And we're back. Got some more beers. Uh David is cooling himself down. Uh David, what's the humidity in uh Florida where you're at right now?
1: Uh, I just checked it. It went up. It's ninety six percent. Holy shit! Wow! Yeah. Good Lord Almighty! It, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, nine thirty six, and the heat index is ninety one. So that's you know, just, that's gross. That's gross.
2: Is, that's, that's
0: gross. Wild. Gross. Um, not that bad here in Minnesota. Uh, the
2: iguan- the iguana coming out to play. Oh, uh, you know, we don't
1: have a lot of iguanas over here. In fact, we don't have any by my house. There are hmm. some down by the beach, though. I've seen it. Oh, okay. I saw one last week.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh,
1: cool.
0: Um, yeah, so David's uh, he's pretty much roasting out there in Florida. Yeah. He's outside. Are you outside right now?
1: I am outside, yeah. Oh, cool. This is how I get used to it. I'm acclimating yeah. myself. Acclimating.
0: Right? Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Um, guys, let's talk about our new signing, Alan Benitez. Uh, he's a Paraguayan. He uh, did play with Ann Maria down there. Um, he's a right. Is it right back? Correct, guys.
2: Correct. Right back. Yes, that's correct.
0: So he's uh, going to compete with DJ Taylor uh, for that right back position. Uh, he is a straight buy. He's not alone. Uh, I think everybody pretty much knows. I mean, what the whole thing is with him. Uh, but the stats on him, guys, I I don't think I've seen much like how he's done or what he's like or is he. Does anybody kind of know so, what his
1: deal is? You well, know, he is. I would almost say that he is much more a a wing back than yeah. he is mm-hmm. a fullback. Um, he on the ball, he's, his stats are really pretty incredible. Like a dribbling, um, you know, a overall passing and crossing into the box, very good. So he seems like he's more of a. Uh, get it to me and I'm going to push it up and I'm going to play that, you know, uh, I don't know the zones very well, but midline up type guy. His defensive stats are not great. Um, I would not say that he is somebody that we should be necessarily excited about defensively. Um, His stats compared to DJ Taylor are probably slightly worse so, um, so he's going to get
3: us offensively. He's going to get us back into, you know, what we're used to seeing in the 4-2-3-1. Right, he, yeah. The, I, I o- the overlapping runs, you know, Rome, yeah. You know and more, is he, it, yeah. Does he yeah. count more to like a Roman with, he? You well, know, you so, so that's the
1: problem because Romaine was, uh, you know, like the all-around guy. Um, but offensively speaking, yes, I would say he's much more like Romain. He he's he's quick. He uh, he dribble like I said. He dribbles well. He can he can do one v ones. He can uh, his positioning carries him even into midfield, like into the center of the pitch more. Um, his crossing into the box is uh, pretty strong. His passing overall is pretty strong. So yeah, in that sense, he's very much like Romain. But defensively speaking, I I, I don't think we're getting what some people hope we're going to get. So it's going to be interesting to see how Adrian Heath uh, plays that. Now with that said, you know, he's played in, in South America, in Paraguay. Uh, I I, I would say that it's, it's fair to assess that South Americans are more technical than uh, MLS players are. So defensively speaking, maybe that's, reflection of that and so now being in MLS being as quick as he seems to be that may he may not have to deal with that technical side as much which may make his defense a bit stronger so I mean I'm kind of you know it's kind of making yeah. some assumptions here but
3: yeah and, and I mean Tony you touched on the stat that sticks out to me uh, was and you mentioned I think he played with Amaria on the national team the stat mm-hmm. that sticks out to me he's 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 at least been with the Paraguayan national team since 2017, he's only made uh, four appearances, but at least he's been with that team over that time, and so I mean, that just tells you something right there, and just to, knowing the talent that Paraguay has. And just to
2: be clear, you know, too, um, the, the, the how he knows Lisa Maria is I believe they, they may have played with the Paraguayan national team together, but they also played at Libertad, um, yeah. in the Paraguayan league for it looks like they played together. They were both on loan for multiple spells, but they played together at Libertad for about three or four years together. Uh, um, So it's – and that was – it looks like Luis left in 2016 to go to Um, Mm Velez-Sarsfield. But uh, now, yeah, now here they are, back at the same same squad.
0: So, guys, the big question, of course, is um, picked up uh, Kamar Lawrence, the taxi, on the other side, mm-hmm. and, and that's been a great pickup. Salt. I mean, that, that's not, not more than more than so. I mean, that guy's that's been a one of the best pickups I've seen. Uh the guy plays great. Um, does DJ Taylor have some competition now? Do you guys think that maybe well Heath wants a guy like Metneer on that side to push the ball up, make some crosses?
3: Well, is Benitez like that guy I mean I mean short short answer for for myself uh, not knowing a whole ton a lot about Benitez as an individual player I think the short answer is yes I mean and what we want I I made reference to it in the first 10 minutes of the podcast I think is just complaining about the depth that this team has Mm -hmm. all of a sudden because I think I feel like we went into the season saying this team has a lot of depth but now at least from Adrian Heath's point of view I don't I don't with the couple injuries, of course, um, it doesn't feel like they have a lot of depth. But so at the very least, yes, this is a competition. I mean, I, I would be, I mean, DJ Taylor has done an admirable job. For at, sure. Yeah. Right back. both well, you know, you know, he's, you know, I think he's had, you know, it's, it's awesome to see DJ Taylor. He's put a few strikes on goal, I, mm-hmm. I feel like, or at least near goal. And some nice shots. I mean, and he's playing that right wing, right back position pretty well. Um, but um, yeah. So at the very least, it's it's competition. I, it I'd is. Be a little surprised yeah. if he didn't come in and start. I but.
1: I would I would agree with Dave. Um, I think that you could see it, it changed depending on the team we're playing. Um, you know, I think I think DJ's. I mean, again, this is all on paper. DJ I think might be a bit better defensively. Yes. So if we have an opponent that might have a strong, uh, strong attack up the left side. Um, may have just a strong attack in general. You might see DJ if you if we are against an opponent that he thinks thinks that he can exploit that that right side a bit with some overlapping runs and some uh, deep push into the into the final third from the right side. I think you might see a Benitez. I think it's going to be really, it might be a kind of a cool little, uh, little uh, tactic piece that we might have, uh, but without a doubt, there's be competition. You know, I think unfortunately for DJ, I have a feeling he will sit immediately um, because I think that's kind of how he can be sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I, I think, yeah, I, we, I agree with Dave. I think it, it's a good it's a good competition piece. Uh, um, I just think I'll take that step further and say that it offers Heath a little bit
3: of flexibility depending on the opponent.
0: Sure. Um, I guess we'll see what happens in the next couple of games. Uh, uh, he might be available. So to – We aren't it.
3: clear. It's not – I was just going to bring that up. Sorry to step on you, Tony, there. But, yeah, it's, it's not clear even as of, you know, yesterday – uh, during the broadcast, I mean, it's a matter of when that v- work visa gets pushed through, and I guess well, we don't know.
0: It might be, be hopefully, maybe it's by Wednesday, he can play against Everton and we can see what he brings to the table. A few minutes, well, a few yeah. minutes, and uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I mean, I think, it, I think technically he'd probably play against Everton anyway because
3: being a friendly, not a paved, maybe that it's doesn't not a paid game, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
3: yeah.
0: So, we'll see what he brings. I, I'm a little bit uh, interested to see how Heath plays it. I think DJ Taylor is uh, yeah. is a guy whose his, his stock is going up. And I think that uh, the more minutes he gets, the better he gets. Um, so, we'll you see. Know, definitely and
1: nice. Not to add to this, uh, we we'll won't make this run on any longer, but I suppose being who Heath is, we could see him play a right wing. I mean – He's strong offensively. Yeah. I mean, why the hell not? You know, <laughs> uh, you know why? Why not put him at right wing if it's going to be at the eight? You know
2: because then you'd have to contend with the forty thousand South Africans
1: that are going <laughs> to be so super right. angry about oh, that yeah. decision. That's true. But That's as true. Dave pointed out, Bongi probably needs a rest. Yes, I mean, yeah, it's true.
0: Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, um, guys, let's talk about our predictions for next weekend's game next Saturday night in Houston. Uh, you guys all know we do don't do well in Texas. Um, so let's do predictions for next week's game against Houston. Um, let's see, start with David, David predictions for next weekend. Saturday yeah.
1: Evening. Uh, you caught me off guard. You know, I think I'm going to say, yeah, we don't do well in Texas. Uh, um, However, Houston has not particularly played well. Um, Kind of middle of the road when it comes to goals allowed. I I guess being on the upswing, I'm going to pick a 2-1 win. And I have a feeling that one is going to end up being DQ. But yeah, two mm-hmm. one win for the Blues. Yeah, all right, Connor, what about you?
2: Um, yeah, the um, Houston Dynamo, uh, they're pretty close to the bottom of the West. Oh boy, um, I was going to say two one, um, for Minnesota. You still you can. can you still can okay yeah I, I think I'm gonna do do two one uh then mm-hmm. I think David you you're exactly right I, I think we win and um if DQ plays that is uh it looks like uh by the way he, he is playing right now so he'll probably play um yeah, yeah two one I think I think it's gonna be uh, a fairly closely battled Game though, as it always is in uh, in Houston, and not the good kind of battle. It's going to be a it, it's going to be a chaotic match. I think.
0: Okay. I'm going to go with a uh, score that I've dealt. Uh, I said uh, against DC United. I'm going to go with uh, two nil. Loons win, and one of those goals, guys, can be a bongi
3: goal. Awesome! That's a bold prediction. Right? That is totally. a bold prediction. I will have the Vivuzela ready. (laughs) Yay. Awesome.
0: Bongi goal right there. I wrote it down Bongi goal. Guys. So there you go.
3: Uh, Dave, how about you? Um, I'm going to go. I mean, just because with the Everton match midweek, you know, we'll probably have a week's score. You know, Heath's going to want to put out his best side against Everton. So I think we're going to see a lot of heavy rotation against Houston on the weekend. I'm being completely sarcastic, by the way, but uh, I am, I will say that Minnesota is going to continue their, their point streak, you know, and make it uh, what five, six straight games with points, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to be quite as optimistic. I'm going to go one, one. And again, it's just what I know. I know this team struggles and, Texas like you mentioned and you know this this current streak where the loons that the loons are on now with um what four wins in five games you know five game point streak uh it's a it feels like a blink of an eye so you don't have to go that long ago when we were in miami we saw the loons give up you know a a, a lead and lose that game That, that that's been the difference since we left miami loons have gone on a five game unbeaten streak and mm-hmm. it, it still feels like a blink of an eye to me i with all these midway games but i'm gonna say i'm gonna go so one one is my prediction i'm gonna say that minnesota scores first i'm gonna go with uh armaria as the goal scorer but then gives up a kind of a second half goal to uh, make it a one one draw well, at least it's not sure. right before half yeah 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 uh, we don't talk about that anymore and but but hey to to anybody who's still listening to this podcast, don't <laughs> worry about my prediction because I have yet to be correct. So odds are I'm gonna be wrong. <laughs> Which to your point, it's it's a pretty long podcast.
1: It is, yes. <laughs> Very it <laughs> long.
0: Um uh, all right, cool. Uh Connor, you got some history for us?
2: I do. Uh let's see, guys. So today is July 17th. So I'm gonna go back a week and to July 10th. And uh, oh, you know what? I think I did July 10th last uh, last show, so I'll do July 11th. And we're gonna go with uh, okay, here we go. The Thunder in 1999, July 11th, the Thunder won a shootout after playing to a nil nil draw against the San Diego Flash. Oh,
3: I like that name. I kind of yeah. like, I I that like the San
2: Good Diego name.
3: Flash.
2: Good, name. Good cool. name. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um Okay. Uh okay. So uh I don't know if we've ever done this uh name on the show before, even though we're very familiar with the team. Uh July 14th, 1984, when the strikers win 3-2 at not the San Jose earthquakes, but the Golden Bay earthquakes.
1: Oh uh, hmm? I do, do not, not believe that. we have talked about them. No, the Golden Bay, not, not yeah,
2: no, I think it's the same team, but uh, it's, uh, but it's uh yeah golden bay
4: back. might have moved huh. yeah.
2: yeah yeah and then we'll go with you know what i'll just do one more here um okay you know what let's do one from oh here we go let's do one from today in honor of our trip of what of, of what we saw a lot of on our trip to florida mm-hmm. uh july 17th 1998 Thunder one, two, one at the Albuquerque Geckos. All
3: right, oh, yeah, nice. Yep.
2: I knew as soon as you sure. said
3: that it was either going to be the, Gecko on. or the geckos, I wasn't sure which one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. there's your history yeah. for the day, gentlemen. Sweet. There we go.
0: Sweet. All right, sure awesome, sweet. Yeah, sure. yep. So, guys, before we get out of here, I have one funny story to talk about, and like I said, it should make you Wisconsinites proud. Um. Wisconsin well, man suctions 10 cans to his head for a Guinness World Record. So he suctioned them to his head. Uh, he's got an unusual skin issue, and uh, his name is Jamie Keaton, aka Can Head or Campa, to his grandchildren. Originally metal cans? Yeah, they're they're uh like they're uh beer, like cans? beer beer cans, yeah. He can suction them to his okay. head. Uh, huh. uh originally set the record for most drink cans placed on his head using air suction in uh 2016 when he affixed eight cans to his head, had them remain there in place for at least five seconds. It was broken by a Japanese man who stuck nine cans to his head in 2019, Keaton to a recapture the title this year with 10 cans. Uh, wow. Wow. he can he can pretty much stick a lot of things to his head. Uh, he must have a yeah. different skin that's, or whatever.
3: Yeah, that's incredible. Like Tony, me, I mean, like I think my record is zero. Like, yeah, I, I don't don't what's what's? I, I don't
1: even it? think I understand what's
3: happening. Yeah, I don't I quite get it either. Suctioning.
2: But.
0: So he can actually he can suction uh, cans to his head, guys. He can like yeah we rotate them and, and, and Well, yeah. he has. He says he has actually has a skin condition that's not named yet, where his skin pores literally suck in oxygen. Okay.
3: No and he's just got to, that sounds the, a little. The condition but. has
0: caused, listen, the condition has caused objects to stick to his skin since he was a child, but he didn't realize the extent of his abilities until he shaved his head for the first time and went to a ball game. His abilities. <laughs> he said, I was tr- his abilities. Yeah. He's like a mutant. It's like X-Men. He's a right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he said, I was trying to cool my head down. I dried it off first, grabbed a can of pop, and just started cooling my head down. As I was doing that, they hit a home run, and I went up to grab it and missed it. And I was like, Where's my drink? And it was stuck to the back of my head. So he was like doing something in the back of his head with his beer can. He went oh, up. So were and-
3: these cans or full cans? And still I really think not make that clear. No,
0: I think they're they're not full cans. I don't think. Okay. Pretty sure they're not. So that would be uh, a lot
3: of weight. Especially. That
2: would be impressive if yeah. they're full. Be-
0: so oh. listen, look, listen to this, guys. He's made it into a business, I market for people's companies, and go to events where they pay me anywhere from ten to twenty thousand dollars a weekend to stick cans to his head. That yeah. is.
1: They pay, so they pay him money. That's so Wisconsin. They pay him money. That's so Wisconsin. I mean, yeah. not only is it Wisconsin to find some stupid, yeah. dumbass thing like this to make money, but the fact that somebody pays him money to they do They pay
2: this, him yes. money. Who where,
1: would, where is he? Yeah. where?
0: It doesn't say yeah. what town Does it is it in say, Wisconsin.
1: Oh, it doesn't say what town it is? Oh, no. Yes.
0: But I'm telling you, guys. I'm going with Platteville. Who would probably? Or, yeah. 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 Who would pay ten or twenty thousand dollars? Who would pay that kind of money to have somebody stick cans to their heads? There's a YouTube video he's got right uh, here with Coca-Cola can stuck to his head, and it's like it's like he's all twisted. It's, it's weird. It's like he can just go like bam, can on his head. I mean,
3: I I don't know. I mean,
2: g- good for him for turning. Term- turning a skin disease into in, into what appears to be a gift,
3: mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> if you get for lack of a better term. No, it's, um, it's
0: not it's a condition. Know. Uh but it's uh it's a talent really That's what it is. He's a mutant. I mean he's probably the first mutant ever, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. You know, I mean I don't I've read a lot of comic books in my life. But never have I seen a comic book character, a hero, who can just stick shit to his head. You know, like cans and shit.
1: So, I, I found another article that says the doctors have discovered that he has high oxygen levels. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. the extent of which they're not sure. They yeah. probably to live
2: a good long life, right?
0: Probably. Well, potentially. Depending if he's like, I mean, is he overweight? Does he drink a lot of the red meat? We don't know. He,
1: he looks. Think
4: like think he, he drinks
2: all? Overweight. You think he drinks all that beer that's in the cans that he sticks to his head? Probably. Or the or like the, he is a Wisconsinite. The be-
0: well, probably. <laughs> You're right, kind of. He probably does. He probably does like every weekend. He's like drinking his uh, Miller Lite or his uh, lining Kugels, stick them to his head. You know.
1: The spotted cow. Milwaukee. So do you not- think the do you think the Japanese guy used Sapporo cans?
2: Well. No, that's a good
0: question. David, that's a good question because the cans are actually bigger. That's true. So that would be actually yeah. a feat. You know, they're not small cans like we have here. They're big cans. So it'd be interesting. But uh, are you guys? Yeah, you, I
1: can't find anything on this guy, like his location or anything. it's yeah. weird.
0: Are you guys proud to be Wisconsinites? Yeah. <laughs>
1: That is not particularly a thing that makes me proud of Wisconsin. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Well, I mean, I mean if, if they're if they're cheap Wisconsin beer, then I'm all for it. Yeah. If okay. it, if wow. he's using some like expensive craft beer, I'm gonna be like,
2: no, waste no, of no, craft. It's not beer. okay. Yeah.
1: It's got to I mean, be like Natty's Ice or Milwaukee's oh, Best or, yeah. or Milwaukee's Best Liney's right Original. Or
2: yeah, yeah
0: Liney's Original. There you go. I mean. Think yeah. about it. I mean, David, you moved to Florida, where there's a lot of shit going on, a lot of funny stories from Florida, right?
1: They're yep. That yep. would not
0: would not make Daily you proud. Basis. Would not make you proud at all. But this guy, from Wisconsin, I mean, he's pretty good skill.
1: He's apparently making, going places.
0: He's making some money. I mean, yeah. I, I just I don't understand what I don't understand what people would pay money to see this guy stick cans on his head. I don't get it.
1: Yeah. You know, I I think this would be... What's that, Connor?
2: At least not not that much money. Right, yeah, yeah.
1: I I would say he can make this even better if he can find a way to implement cheese into it. There you go.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, if he, like, ate a whole wheel of cheese while doing it?
1: Or he somehow can ban... Balance cheese on the cans while they're oh. sucking to his head.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Like he get like balance a wheel of cheese on his head.
1: Right. And yeah. suction can it becomes a real
0: cheese head. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And we got something there. Yeah. Dave's very Dave's very quiet because I think he can stick cans to his head. I'm pretty sure Dave <laughs> no.
2: That's why he cuts <laughs> his hair Dave. so short. I,
3: I don't yeah. think I could, honestly. Not yeah. because no. of the gray hair. And you no, know, not from no. yeah. It is from lack of trying, actually, because I haven't tried too much, but uh, <laughs> man, I'll give it a go one of these days,
0: Dave. Dave, is that why a gal likes you because he can
3: stick cancer head? <laughs> okay, fine, you got me, yes, oh, but yeah. But I've never, I've never managed 10, I mean, three, oh, couple, yeah, 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 maybe yeah. three. <laughs> now, if you can make it a, <laughs> a crowler,
1: if you can make it, oh,
0: shit. yeah, could you mm-hmm. crowd? Mm-hmm. That it, would be hey, that might hey, be worthy hey. of a
1: few thousand,
0: hey. This guy could do crawlers, I'd be all for I'd pay him 5000 bucks. Crawlers? Yeah. 10 crawlers on his head? I'd be all for that
1: shit. A lot
3: of surface area there. I, yeah, I, I don't uh, think there's
1: enough surface
3: area. And with a, a, a rounded rounded head, yeah. No, come on. That's a yeah. pipe dream, Tony, you you'd, know it. Ba-
1: Yeah, you'd, you'd
2: basically have to like draw a blueprint of your head. Yeah and yeah. figure out where you're going to place all your cans.
1: Well, yeah, I think it'd be like six or seven at most. Yeah.
0: If this guy wants to say next step into uh right, right. you know, in this can thing, he's gonna have to do that, yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, g-
2: good for you, Mr. Man from Wisconsin.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> Mr. His, Man. Wait a it's minute. Not you're... Mr. Man. His name is Canhead. Canhead can
2: head Mr. Canhead. <laughs> Mr. Canhead. <laughs> Mr. Canhead from Wisconsin who can stick 10 cans to his head. Good for you for making a living out of it.
0: I'm going to find him and bring him on the podcast,
3: actually. <laughs> I'm find him bring him on the podcast. Just
2: make sure he doesn't t- charge us $10,000. Well, I right,
3: hope yeah, not. Right. Yeah. Boy, m- that would set our budget back a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> uh, I think it would be me in trouble now. <laughs> uh,
1: I'm just going to point out that the day before he comes, flow. the day he – before he comes on the podcast i'm leaving the podcast just so <laughs> you know <laughs>
0: i wouldn't blame you for it anyways. i wouldn't blame you. so all right guys uh anything else you want to talk time off? we get the fuck out of here or what <laughs> no
3: <laughs> uh, i think we covered everything tonight yeah, yeah, we covered, covered yeah. a lot
1: tonight
0: <laughs> we covered games and canhead and bruise opening it's been crazy tonight
1: yeah we, we should almost give it a prize out to anyone that can can oh, there, prove yeah. that right. they have watched or listened to this that's entire good, episode. That's a good point.
0: Right. So <laughs> the, here's the, the key deal.
2: keyword is... Canhead.
0: No, the keyword is Canred. If you if you, you see the
1: podcast, so we on Twitter.
3: The first person to, to yeah. reply to our post... With of, Canhead. You know, it's a free beer. free beer. Free
1: beer at their choice free of brewery. Free
0: beer. Yeah. yeah. Free beer at your choice of brewery. If you say the name Canhead underneath our uh Twitter uh what I put it on Twitter uh, tomorrow or Wednesday or Tuesday uh you put can head underneath free beer, brewery choice there you go it. right there
1: and there then um are our, our solemn apologies for having listened to this entire episode
0: that's right yeah <laughs> I know I'm not sorry it's, it's tough it's tough I know <laughs> sorry, not. Uh, sorry, sorry not sorry not yeah. sorry yeah uh all right guys. let's get out of here Myself, Tony, for Dave, David, and Connor. We'll talk to you guys next week.
1: I have to go take a shower now. (laughs)